the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. Lord, uh, we just bless you and thank you and praise you. And Lord, this is a season of the elections. And so we cry out to you for our country. You said in your word that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, then you will hear from heaven, forgive our sins, and heal our land. Lord, we need to be healed. Our land needs to be healed. Our people need to reflect a biblical value. Our Lord, our politicians need to come to know you. Our world is upside down, and we need you to turn it right side up. Oh, Lord, I cry out to you, Father, for this country, this, this week, oh, Lord, as we make this incredible decision that, that will affect our lives in such strong ways. But, Lord, we know that you are in control of it all. And so you know the beginning and the end. And so our faith is in you, regardless of who wins. Our faith is in you, that you can turn the hearts of anyone towards you. And so we pray and we continue to pray. And we believe, O oh Lord, that this is the day that you've made, and we are going to rejoice in it. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, as you can hear from my prayer, I guess I have the elections on my mind, huh? Do you? <laughs> well, this is the last week. I think we will be talking about elections unless we're going to talk afterwards about what happened. But... Uh, um, May I recommend you try the website, isidewith.com. Uh, this allows you to put in your beliefs, answering questions, 
and then they tell you what candidate is closest to your belief. So it's I side with dot com. Second, if you want to read direct quotes from the Democratic or Republican platforms concerning subjects of faith, religion, abortion, Israel, Christianity, go to our website, shereshtheveed.org, and click on the banner at the top. Look, this is an important election, so please vote. It is definitely your God-given right. It's your God-given freedom and certainly your God-given responsibility. So I'd like to share some closing thoughts as Tuesday is the day, final day for election. The, you know, the Bible is filled with direction concerning this election. Uh, no, it doesn't point to the Democrats or the Republicans. However, the issues that both parties write about are important to them, and it should make it obvious to us which party favors the important issues that Scripture strongly speaks about, and which party is more focused on God and God's solutions. So um, I'm going to talk about two, mainly two issues today that touch my heart. So um, let's start with the Ten Commandments, right? (laughs) The number six commandment says, do not murder. I think that's good advice, wouldn't you? (laughs) It is important to differentiate, though, between killing and murder. You know, killing is when someone dies. They could have been killed by an accident or sickness or a person. But uh, in a war or something of that nature, that's killing. Murder is a form of criminal homicide where there is an intention to kill another person, usually with premeditation, but not always. Murder basically is a plan to kill. So an abortion can happen by nature which would be a miscarriage, but a planned abortion is the murder or deliberate termination of a human life, a human pregnancy. Abortion is an induced termination of a life with the destruction of the embryo or fetus. Basically, what I'm saying is abortion is murder. Now, there are people, wonderful people, who believe that choice, a woman's choice, is what is important. But I ask you this question. Do we give anyone a choice to murder? I don't think so. Do we consider the murder of those helpless even worse? Right? If you hear about the murder of somebody who's 80 years old, don't you really, doesn't your heart go out to them? How about a baby that is two months old in the womb? Do you feel something for that? Since 1973, where Roe versus Wade legalized abortion, 
The statistics in 2015 said almost 58 billion, billion, that's with a B. No, oh, I'm sorry, million, excuse me. I, I, I said that so strongly and, and it was incorrect. Almost 58 million with an M. <laughs> I was thinking of babies. A million babies murdered in the U.S. Not even in the world, in the U.S., is this incredible? Genesis one twenty seven said God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. When do you think God sees a baby as life? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Psalm 133, 13 says, uh, 13, we'll read 13 through 16, Psalm 139. For you have created my conscience. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am awesomely, wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows that very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw me when I was unformed, and in your book were written the days that were formed, when not one of them had come to be. So does that give you an indication of when God sees you? If he, his eyes see you before you were formed? <laughs> Gosh, that's incredible. Do you think God sees the murder of innocent babies in the womb? In Leviticus 24:17, it says, Whoever mortally strikes down any man must surely be put to death. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 says, I call the heavens and the earth to witness about you today that I have set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. Therefore, choose life so that you and your descendants may live by loving Adonai your God, listening to his voice and clinging to him. For he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell on the land that Adonai swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. I believe when you get the abortion issue wrong, there is a key problem with all of your beliefs. If you don't get this one right, I don't know if I can listen to anything further. This is a key issue. Can you imagine, well, I guess you can't imagine if your parents had decided to abort you. <laughs> no, we can't imagine it, but we would have no life. God is, I believe, making this a key issue. Are we, are we barbarians? Do we just do what feels best? Do we make choices based on our feelings? Or do we make choices based on God's word? What choice 
will you make today? And who will you vote for based on this? For me, I've got to be honest with you. This is my most important issue. I have one other issue that I would call most important. And you probably, I don't know if you'll get it or not, honestly. My second most important issue is freedom. I believe our freedoms are being eroded by those who want a larger government, those who want government to tell us what is right or wrong. I love what Dennis Prager says. I'll I'll paraphrase it. When we get a larger government, we get smaller people. And I think that's definitely true. Obviously, Man has a problem following God's ways. Israelites wanted to be like other nations, told God they wanted a king. God's plan was that he would be king. Given the fact that we are working with the best plan that humans can come up with, which is democracy, freedom is the integral part of what makes democracy work correctly. Somehow, through God's grace, our founding fathers came up with this incredible model for the government of the United States. You know, the First Amendment of the Constitution begins by saying, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. In other words, people have rights and Congress can't make laws changing those rights that protect our ability to be free, um, and 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 worship the way we want to worship, and and there's a lot within that. You know, our even our preamble of the Constitution begins this way: We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, domestic tranquility, provide for common defense, promote the general welfare welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America we are securing the blessings of liberty liberty is freedom to ourselves and to those who our posterity those who follow after us our children they need freedom look The Declaration of Independence says it this way. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, by God, with certain unalienable rights. Now, unalienable means that you can't take the rights away, okay? They are given rights. And those rights, it says, that among these are life, Okay, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, which means let's take these one at a time. Uh, God gives us rights which are not to be taken away. Life. When we murder babies, are we following the Declaration of Independence? Liberty. When we murder babies, are we following the Declaration of Independence? Pursuit of happiness. When we murder babies, are we following the Declaration of Independence for these babies? 
Are our rights to freedom being taken away? This is the question. We can see so many things that have happened in the past seven, eight years. Do you realize in February 2012, the Obama administration forgives student loans in exchange for public service, but announces it will no longer forgive student loans if the public service is related to religion? In January 2013, uh, Pastor Louis Giglio is pressured to remove himself from praying at the inauguration after it is discovered he once preached a sermon supporting the biblical definition of marriage. February 2013, the Obama administration announces that the rights of religious conscience for individuals will not be protected under the Affordable Care Act, known as Obamacare. In June the of 2013, the Obama Department of Justice defunds a young Marines chapter in Louisiana because their oath mentioned God and another youth program because it permits a voluntary student-led prayer. In June of 2016, a military prayer breakfast whose speaker was highly decorated Delta Force Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin was canceled because Boykin was a traditional value Christian who has voiced his support for natural marriage and his opposition to Islamic extremism. The atheist critic behind the cancellation had complained that Boykin was homophobic, Islamophobic, and fundamentalist Christian extremist. Are we losing our freedoms? I could give you so many other examples of this. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But the example that really is burning me up these days is the one from Charlotte, North Carolina. This year, Charlotte City Council passed an ordinance requiring all government agencies and private businesses to ensure that men could use women's bathrooms if they want to, okay? Now, that was fine, except they weren't allowed to do that because North Carolina requires all public accommodation laws to be handled at the state level. So the governor um, passed his own law on March 23rd, which mandates people use the bathroom corresponding to their biological sex in public buildings, places, and schools. So the NCAA, which is the National Collegiate Athletic Association, decided to punish North Carolina for doing that. And what they said was that as long as that law exists, they are not going to allow sporting events scheduled um, in, the, in North Carolina, you know, things like uh, things at the end of the year, various uh, things that you would schedule in, in, in North Carolina, which obviously is a big uh, sports town, football and, and basketball and, and whatever. PayPal Corporation withdrew its plans for building a large office complex in North Carolina over this issue. Now, 
PayPal is the same company that built their global operations center in Malaysia where homosexual behavior is against the law, punishable by whipping or prison time. But that doesn't seem to bother them. Okay. And the NBA pulled the NBA, the National Basketball Association, pulled the All-Star game out of Charlotte. And Christian sports celebrity Russell Wilson and Stephen Curry condemned their home state for wanting to keep women's bathrooms for women and girls only. So these are Christians. And and, and Mike, uh, a legendary um, Duke coach, Mike uh, Krzyzewski, said that North Carolina, what they did was embarrassing. You know, we have to decide if Christians are going to have freedom too. Obviously, I'm including Messianic Jews in that. (laughs) Are we going to have freedom? We have to decide if Scripture is clear on various subjects and then follow Scripture, always being loving, but also standing firm on God's Word, right? We also must pray. Pray for those who are deceived. Pray for those who don't know the Lord. Pray for believers who are weak. Pray for our politicians who are making decisions that affect our lives. Pray that we will continue to have freedom in the United States to pursue our faith and share the good news. A bigger government that will try and solve all our problems will take away our rights as believers. This is the collateral damage. Whether they want to do it or don't want to do it, this is what's happening. Better make sure you know who you're voting for. It might not be intentional. I don't know. However, it's happening all around us. So consider who you are voting for. As you consider who you vote for, consider the importance of a smaller government, less regulation, less of people legislating their morality on us versus a biblical morality. And, and you know, as I close uh, today, I, I want you to consider something from World War II. You know, there weren't a lot of people who stood up for the Jews in World War II. And so six million were killed, along with six million of other peoples, And so it it was an awful situation. But I'd like to read once again this quote from this pastor who lived during World War II. His name, he was a German pastor. His name was Martin Niemöller. And he said the following, When the Nazis came for the communists, I remained silent. I was not a communist. When they locked up The Social Democrats, I remained silent. I was not a Social Democrat. When they came for the trade unionists, I did not speak out. I was not a trade unionist. When they came for the Jews, I remained silent. I wasn't a Jew. And when they came for me, there was no one left to speak out. If you don't vote and vote biblical values, there will come a time when there will not be enough people to speak out so that we can keep our freedoms in this country and and be able to say that we are against the murder of abortion.
Well, if you have something you'd like to share with me, feel free to email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Um, certainly, we are blessed if you want to help fund this program. We always need it, to be honest. And our phone number, if you want to do that, is 813-831-5673. Remember the importance of this election. Vote. It's your God-given right, freedom, and responsibility. I pray this broadcast touched your heart and that we will talk again next week as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with a word of prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.